AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Summer's not over yet. Shop patio furniture to extend your summer fun at NFM. All the outdoor styles you love are on sale and ready to take home today. Shop hundreds of options in stock with savings up to 70% off, all backed by our low price guarantee. Shop outdoor dining, sofas, bistro sets, fire pits, accessories, and more. NFM makes it easy with in-stock styles, guaranteed low prices, and long-term financing. Refresh your outdoor space at NFM. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, How would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy to use mobile app, available 24 hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Season 9, episode 26 of the Fighting Club Podcast. I'm joined by Buddy. Hello. I've got Big John Bass. All right. How you doing? Good. We are uh, we're free for free under Mourinho. What, how does that, how, what the fuck has happened? Like, how does, like, how do you go from not being able to buy a win to winning free on the bounce and everything feeling gravy? Proper football manager. Proper, <laughs> go on then. Proper football manager. What has he done? Well, he's reinvigorated our players. He's got our players playing in their best positions. And um, 
he's you can see there's a, there's a bounce and a bit of spirit around the team. Alderweire, Ali, um, Son, Sissoko. There's there's a bit more than just kind of going through the motions at the moment, and we have we are in that proper managerial bounce mode. Is that real? I think so. I think definitely there's there's been a definite step up in um, in, in in quality and enthusiasm. Yeah, even the ground on Saturday, you could feel the atmosphere. It was like there was a cloud lifted. Yeah. And I, I genuinely think that <clears throat> the whole time that we've gone through this like last couple of days and last couple of weeks with the whole Mourinho thing and there's still this outpouring and, and kind of mourning for Pochettino, I think that that is starting to dissipate now and go away because people are kind of happier, the players look happier, Delhi's how, how, back. How long can you keep that on? What do you think of the flag? The, the flag can fuck off. I don't. I mean, <laughs> I don't, it sounds very T saying that. But right. when I saw it, I was just like, "For fuck's sake, move on." The, the thing, what Mourinho's done to us is he's changed the the conversation. You, you guys watch Mad Men, yeah? Mm-hmm. And when there's a problem with the product, they like you don't change the product, you change the conversation. Yeah. Right. So all of a sudden, the conversation's gone from the players are lack enthusiasm, their contracts are up. Pochettino's unhappy to all of a sudden we've got Mourinho refocusing the players it's still the same players there's still the same frailties and um, problems within that set of players but we've shifted it and, and the, the whole mood and everything else has lifted and you can see that yeah yeah. it's um, it, the game against West Ham it was the same team that we've had for three years yeah but it looks like a, a brand new side. Well, he, John and I were just talking while you're downstairs. There's, he's changed. He's playing players to their strengths. He's not asking Ben Davies or now Jan Vertonghen to to be uh, Marcello, to be an incredible up and down left back. But he's asking Oreo to be a crazy attacking fullback and maybe not defend as much, where he's a fucking liability. So he's got players playing in roles that suit them, and especially that's with Delhi. That's the key bit with Delhi at the moment. Yeah, I, I think basically Pochettino got into the stage where he was overthinking every selection. And I think all that Jose's or Jose's done is basically done exactly what Bali just said there. He's just putting like round pegs and round holes. He's just playing Deli Alley in his best position, and when he's on form, he's one of our best players, and he's been amazing in those three games. But I, just, I still can't get my head around like where this form has come from. Like where is the the what has Mourinho done? What's he said to him? And I'm, I'm not expecting answers from you, but so, yeah. I'm saying that he's done something. To find in Deli Alley the player that we had two years ago, and even like he was incredible against Bournemouth. Well, he's yeah. he's not playing deep. He's not playing as part of a midfield three, yeah. and he's not playing oh. as a forward three where he's he's positioned out wide. He's a, he's close to Kane, he's a shadow he? striker, which mm-hmm. is. Football manager back in like 2017 when Delhi started appearing, yeah. there was this guy in, in football manager forums. Which is, you know, <laughs> you see, yeah. I, sometimes I go on like not dark places <laughs> on the internet. There's <laughs> one less one polar opposite to the other. You go yeah. on the dark web and football manager forums. <laughs> like there was this, there was a whole thread about how you could make the most out of Delhi in football manager and that shadow striker role. And that's what he's currently playing now, and that's why he's he's brilliant again. Yeah, that that the, the space invader, isn't it? The yeah. Ramdauer, or yeah, Ramdauer, Ramdauer. I don't, I don't Rod- speak German. No, Fuck really. Um, <laughs> the the uh, yeah yeah, the, the, he's attacking space, but he wants the ball, and yeah. he's moving with, with such pace and and intent now. And that you know, the ball in from Alvaro for his second goal, which was incredible to touch, to chip the keeper, it, all of it was brilliant. Mm. But how how much did it remind you of him in his breakout season? Yeah. That yeah. goal against uh, West Brom West and Br- Everton. Yes, and Everton very one. similar to the Chelsea one yeah. as well when Dyer pinged it over the top. Yeah, yeah. that is it's kind of you've got it back. And if yeah. you've got a, look, if you've got a, De- a Deli Alley that's on fire, then you're a dangerous team. I would I would like a, a little point that even when Pochettino's in charge, you started to see Delhi come back a little bit. Yeah, okay. he, there was a so he was on bit. his way. He was on his way. He's, he's he seems to have finally shaken off his injury problems. So he was on his way, but Mourinho is just he's obviously accelerated. Yeah, him. and he's unleashed him and just put him in his best position because mm. I think for pretty much a year, like a calendar year, he hasn't played in that position. He's just played either in the middle, mm. and we haven't seen the best of him. So well, he's, he's had that diamond, done. which seems to just would have stifled everybody, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've got a social Man United on Wednesday. Uh, there's still tickets available £5 on not on the door buy tickets from the fightingcock.co.uk forward slash social um, yeah come watch us play Man United it's going to be a good fun are you going to be there I'll be there John Bassett will be there I'm going to be there so um, yeah come down have a drink with us watch Mourinho topple United imagine that four wins on the bounce all the naysayers go then right winning four games on the bounce 
and a tough one. This is their first test, right? You know. Yeah. So a tough one to uh, to kind of sit through. I spoke to Sam Peoples of United Peoples TV, who yeah. for for Patreon, a Patreon podcast we did earlier today, and he is not confident about this game at all. He feels like they're going to get dicked. He's hating being a United fan at the moment, which is good. It's good. Uh, Mickey Keller. Kellner on Twitter he says in honour of Aurier which Spurs player would you most like to mount so this is he looked like he was giving uh, Sissoko a good bummy he did I mean I think this is the easiest one because we've got the, one of the best looking men not just in football but of probably of all time in uh, Gazaniga yeah I would quite enjoy it probably multiple times let him mount me if anything quite, <laughs> quite happy with that do you ever think that because you're, you're a man um, you're a heterosexual straight man right yeah so yeah, straight yeah. straight man yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, and, you, and you're big with it, right? Yeah. And in the gazing, you'd be a big bear, right? big time, big bear, big right? time. But what about if you just wanted to be pegged and the other and the other and but you were going out with quite a small, feminine boy? But that must, that must boy. <laughs> just a completely legal Keep adult. <laughs> Two consenting legal adults <laughs> of legal age. Legal age. Yeah. But you're the one because like yeah. it must be tough for big men in the gay gay scene. I mean, yeah, I imagine so because I think you get this preconceived idea about your size and stature and, that, and that you yeah, want masculinity. So, yeah, but then you know. It's 2019, going into 2020. Flip it round, why not? Literally. <laughs> Flip, reverse it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so um, we're in this situation now where we're fifth in the league. Yeah. Jose Mourinho has said that he's urged Spurs to remain close to fourth place Chelsea. He said, we play Chelsea at the end of December. If the game was tomorrow, we would play them with six points difference. It would be a fantastic situation. We have to keep close, as close as possible. Does this, what, does it, what does it say about Mourinho's ambitions this season? Is it fair that he isn't going balls out saying we can challenge for a title? Oh, he's been totally realistic. Yeah. He's not setting himself up for a fall. He, he knows when he took this job, his requirements were progression in the Champions League and top four. And if we finish in top four, considering the start we've had to the, the season, it's, it's an achievement. Yeah. Yeah, he's just, he, I think he's. I mean, for why, sure. Why, 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 just, just thinking it. Like, sorry, I started laughing and didn't hear that. Just, John Bass being bummed. <laughs> By a little boy. Yeah, but not a little boy. Like, 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 stop, stop bringing in the little boys, like Tom Carroll. Yeah. Sorry. Just I, Oliver Skip. For some reason, I said it flashed in my head and I started laughing. Just sorry. When the, I've interrupted the flow of the podcast. He would just be holding on to John Bass. His massive ass. And his massive ass. And his body, could, he could probably nestle within the bum crack. Yeah, yeah. He'd just sort of sit there and rub. <laughs> just holding on to the back end like buckaroo like, yeah. Like, yeah just like yeah giving it full beans beautiful um, um, so what were we talking about I don't know um, I've lost my trailer for oh, top four um, I think he's just being yeah he's being realistic about it by not saying we're going to finish in the top four but I also think he's like focusing the mind that due to these other results suddenly kind of it looks doable now when it looks completely gone so I think he's kind of that's got to be number one on the list of things we should be trying what, to aim what are your expectations do you think top four is we should expect top four, or uh, or would you prefer, prefer to remain like if it happens, great. But I mean, a, a few weeks ago, I, I I was kind of trying to come to terms with no Champions League football yeah. next season. But I we all did. Yeah. I've started paying more attention to Chelsea now, and I think Chelsea are fallible. I don't think they just lost at home to West Ham. Lost at, and, and <laughs> they're against, definitely fallible against Valencia. They were they were weak as well, and, and then they lost to Man City. Without Tammy they were Abraham, good Man City, without Tammy Abraham, they haven't looked. The Giroud's awful. And I think the transfer ban is still in place for January. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think I think we can get Chelsea, Leicester. We just need Leicester to get a couple of injuries and they're fucked. I don't see them falling away at all. I think they're they're like they feel like Tottenham of mm. 2016. One injury, Vardy hurts his knee. They're fucked. Vardy, Madison, one of their players. He's, never, he's, been, he's played. He's never had an injury. Vardy barely ever had an injury. He's not going to get one now, is he? Well, look, it's time. He's due one. He's due one. He's due one. Racists never get injured, though. Racists never get injured. Um, brilliant. Well, it's, it's John Terry never really had an injury. Never got injured. You know, whatever racist. Lucas has been pretty injury free. Lucas, since Lucas has been injury free. That's true. Yeah. Um, Hitler until the bunker. Yeah, he was pretty fallible. Was pretty, no, no, infallible. Yeah, What's he was, the opposite. I mean, doesn't matter. Invincible. Yeah, right? of course. In a way, um, got his tactics wrong in the end, didn't he? he yeah, fact, he two fronts, two fronts. Yeah. Should have played. De- should have played Delhi in the hole. Yeah, yeah. What he should have yeah. done, he should have parked the bus. He should have yeah. brought so in Delhi Alley. Took yeah. half of Europe, parked the bus. Eric, put Eric Dyer in Poland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the Russians alone. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. Didn't want that heat. Yeah. <laughs> Did not want that heat. 
Um, well, fuck's sake, where are we? What are we doing? We've done World War Two and me being bummed. Uh, <laughs> it's about ten minutes in. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I put a tweet out saying I wanted to sign Tyrone Mings. Yeah, you can imagine him next to the Toby. Yeah, and some fucking G responded and said. What, Mings and Pings? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, and Mings, Mings and, and Pings, pings. in the back. Yes. A few people didn't like it, though. People were saying, oh, they don't rate Tyrone Mings. I think he's a good, really good player. Good player. Ake, I, good player as well. Yeah. I think it solves some, some problems. I, I agree with the person that said um, Davinson Sanchez is the best defender at Tottenham. I so, that cheeky little like. Again, another one of these things where I've tweeted after a game. You'll notice an increase in tweets after a game, after I've had a few drinks. <laughs> and then you'll see a completely lull when I'm sober. Yeah. And then I'll have a drink, drinks and you'll see a few more. But I think Davison Sanchez has been as impressive as, as Deli Ali has in his own way. Yeah. I just think he's... And, and this is coming from a person who, for a long time, thought that he was never going to make it at Tottenham. I didn't even feel, really feel like he was a Premier League footballer, let alone <laughs> a Tottenham footballer. Um, is that harsh? Properly harsh. <laughs> is it? It's like an established international who's done bits on the world he's, stage. Yeah, but so is Yeri Mina. For Colombia, that doesn't better, count. He's better than Jerry Mina. Fine, Jerry Mina. Jerry. Je- that's not his name. His name is Jerry. It's Yeri. No, but why is it pronounced with a J? I think. No. Yeah. yeah. No one cares about that. Everyone's <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> anyway, look, what I'm saying is that if you can, if a dog could get into a, a Colombia side. That doesn't mean that. Um, that doesn't mean that. <laughs> that doesn't mean that Davinson Sanchez is a good footballer. That said, however, I fully admit I'm wrong. I thought he's been brilliant in the mm. last three games. I've put out two tweets to that effect and the response has, has been mixed some mm. people are saying well, are we watching a different game and I'm saying no you're a racist <laughs> that's, that's why <laughs> you don't was, like um, it I thought he was really good against Olympiacos I thought he dug us out of quite a few holes that um, Winks and Alderweireld put us into and the weird thing is I haven't been that impressed with Alderweireld until this week where he, he started to show his passing range and come back again yeah he's, yeah. he's, uh, he's, he's pings have been amazing uh, T sent in a question saying is uh, our Tottenham now a long ball football club? Um, no, I, th- I think against a team like Bournemouth that's really good at pressing and keeps the midfield kind of congested, um, hitting long ball over the top to someone running into space is always an excellent option. It's a weapon. It's yeah. a weapon. Use it. The thing is, it's not It's not just... Uh, it's long ball if basically any time you get pressure on your back four, they just hit the it hoof, hoof basically. It. If you've got someone who can play like 40, 50-yard pings like into space and, and you've got runners... Like all the top teams do it. Like Liverpool play yeah. quickly out of the back because sometimes you just need to just beat that midfield. If the midfield are trying to squash you and pin you in, just bypass it. And it's also like, These like Pochettino's teams weren't playing direct football all the time. Well, we've been playing direct football for two, three years. Yeah, I, I was going to say Liverpool. John nailed it with that. I think yeah. the way Liverpool switch the play and immediately force your midfield to turn round and run towards their own goal. It, 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 if you become um, predictable and you overuse it then of course you yeah. become a long ball but being able to mix it up is, is a huge advantage yeah and that's the, the benefit for them is having Allison because he just sometimes he gets it and he just sprays it immediately into space sometimes yeah. he keeps it like I think well, we, you know, we it, in terms of ball playing centre backs there's only Van Dijk and Alderweireld on a level the rest of them are not there in the Premier League yeah yeah. yeah. What was it? well I was going to say Bonucci's excellent distribution De Ligt is pretty decent as well right. PK 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 there are other right, in, in the Premier League though in the Premier in League, the Premier yeah, League. Sure. yeah they're just and, and the thing is, is that when, when people think long ball team the last really truly effective long ball team was like Arsenal and Wimbledon Stoke yeah, when they first came up so, and Burnley to be fair, I was going to say Burnley, yeah, Chris Wood. Yeah. But, but there's a different there's a different type of direct play that Burnley are playing where it's literally let's land this on on Chris Wood's head, yeah, yeah. or Ashley Barnes's head, and he'll muscle, he uses strength. Whereas the, the the balls that Van Dijk and Alderweireld are playing are like guided missiles, yeah, and that are landing at the feet or chest of the players, not not they ain't like coming to Chris Woods and him knocking it down and Runs some little nippy cunts. But do you remember when um, Sunderland and they had Quinn and, oh, and Phillips? And Phillips. Oh, Phillips. Oh, Fuck it. That God. was incredible long ball stuff. Yeah, it was a mad thing. Um, just quickly to go back on Sanchez. Do you remember when uh, Jose, Jose was at United and they played Ajax in the final and he basically afterwards he came out and said we targeted Sanchez we just let him have the ball because he couldn't play and he like, basically dug him out saying he's shit yeah I was worried about his career I thought he was done but I actually think that weirdly like long term that's actually done us a favour because I think Sanchez is like I'm going to fucking prove you wrong and I'm going to step mm. up to the plate because he has been I think he's been absolutely quality mm. in all three games and so, like yeah. for him to if, he, if this is Sanchez uh, that we hoped he would be 
then we've just suddenly got a centre back yeah. we can rely on that. I know it. For a generation, he's yeah. a young man. You've got seven, seven to maybe longer years. If we can, yeah. if he continues on this trajectory, then that is that is why when I said what I said on what? Twitter about what did you say that he's better than King. <laughs> this is what I was aiming for. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say he's better than King. Yeah, it was you said he had a higher. High ceiling. Basically. Are we editing? Are we editing? I'm not scared. You are scared. You edited. You, you edited yourself right then. No, I didn't. Um, all right. It's fine. I'm in so much pain. By the way, can I just say yeah. for the listeners because they want to know, I've got something wrong with my ass. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and this has got nothing to do with the um, gay sex conversation earlier. <laughs> Absolutely not. But if anything, not man, that'd be fine. Your ass would be out, not mine. Sissoko gets a start on that right hand side. Uh, Sissoko was one of the players we thought might suffer under Mourinho's team. A couple of people, I can't remember, said that actually he's a, he's a, he's a Mourinho type player. Yeah. Um, let's just talk about his goal because it was, firstly, an absolutely top draw goal. Yeah. The football for it was amazing. Yeah. But when that ball came in, and I was like, almost like <laughs> I was watching, I was like, it's Sissoko. Like, and it's not easy. What he did isn't easy, although you'd expect a professional footballer to do it. Yeah. But for Sissoko, that was near on impossible to put it in that corner. It weren't just, it was, it was unstoppable. Yeah. That he, he had to go across the face of goal. But the weird thing is, every time I watch it back, I still think he's going to miss. Same, yeah. <laughs> I still think he's going to clip the post and go the other side. It was, it was an amazing finish. I, I honestly, I was one of those that thought the cult of Sissoko was finished, that... Him being a fan's favourite and getting position, getting time on the field was, was done, especially when he didn't start against West Ham. But obviously he's he's doing things to to impress Mourinho. And when he brought him on against Olympiacos, he was excellent. And once again, he's he's proven his worth. And he's we know he's an excellent uh, babysitter for a right back. Yeah. And that's he's kind of got a role in life doing that, looking after. Just just while, while I while, while we've got you on on Sissoko, we've got a line of a new line of uh, I said line of like we saw fucking Armani. <laughs> so we've got some t-shirts <laughs> we've produced, t-shirts jumpers with Sissoko's face on them. You love them. The win- the winter collection. Yeah, you're you you've got that one, haven't you? Big time. You've got the, the probably the best jumper we've ever produced. Correct. But it's a version on that. That won't, yes, us, won't get us with, served with season to assist again. It's about eight now that we've had. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, have a little look on um, fightingcock.co.uk forward slash. I'm going to say shop. That's a bit If we order now, would they arrive in time for Christmas? Of course, yeah, yeah. You can, you can order them now before and then get them for Christmas, yeah. Okay. Get them in. Um, yeah, another, another late couple of goals. You know, West Ham's that little nervy finish. This was a little bit more nervy because Bournemouth had quite a lot of play towards yeah. the end of the game. Is, are you worried about these late goals going in at all, John? Is this is this a concern? Something we need to that, that, that needs to be worked on? Is it just football? Well, yeah, no. It's always a concern if you concede in late goals and it's consistently. Did you see that the times were exactly the same from the West Ham game to the Bournemouth? I game? didn't see. That. That's a really <laughs> weird coincidence. Like exactly the same time. Um, it is a little concern because if you're conceding late goals and you come up against better opposition, then like kind of logic goes that you might end up fucking it and losing the game. But what I would say is I'd rather us start like this, where we're scoring a lot of goals and conceding some, than just being a little bit turgid and like nicking games one nil at this stage. Because yeah. I feel like, especially with uh, Mourinho, he can coach a defence. Coaching creativity is a little bit more difficult. So I think we're actually doing okay going forward. We just need to tighten up. And I think once he gets a, a set back four, and it might be the, the side that played. You know, Vertonghen is the kind of left back that doesn't really go forward. Yeah. Aurier, right back that raids, and then Sanchez and Aldevero. That might be the solid back four, and I think he'll just play that week in, week out until he gets it right. If Vertonghen is a little bit jaded and his legs have gone somewhat, that role is pretty good for him, right? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Is that he still can have the class of Vertonghen, but if he can't get up and down the pitch, yeah. that that having that, just being that protective extra centre-back and the, and the sort of defensive-minded left-back, in the absence of Davies, it seems to make sense. Like, I can't see how Rose got a plays ahead of him uh, for in that instance. If that's if that's a system, I think it it does suit for Tongan. It's so, we, everyone just be, we've been talking about it a lot. Almost kind of a back three there. It, it does suit. I, I don't think long term it's a solution, but it's it's a workaround until um, until he figures out what to do with Cessignon and Rose. Yeah, I also think forward. Like, they've got to play forward if they're going to play. He could invert that that system. I, I think it's also because um, there's a question later on. Uh, I'm, I'm going to shoot my load early, but I think there's a question uh, later well, on. Not <laughs> yes, John Boy. I think um, I'm going to. I think until we have a proper, 
didn't laugh though. And see how we go. That's a shame. Just reliving it in his mind. Sorry, it was a real shame. It happens, but you know, it's to the best of us. Sometimes it's alright. It goes early. Yeah. Is it? You got to get. You got to get on with your day. Oh, it's only because I love you so much. Yeah, and it's like you don't have sex with me enough. Yeah, you shot it on the back of my head. How much can you love me? If you want me to last longer, have sex with me more often. Yeah, exactly. Then I grow a tolerance. It's it's her fault. Yeah, that's the thing. If you if you're one of the blokes out there that suffer from premature ejaculation just blame her yeah, yeah. exactly yeah sorry go on. so uh, I think until we until we solve our centre, uh, defensive midfielder I think we'll, we'll see this a lot more because I don't think Dyer is, is, is the future at, at DM yeah yeah Buddy and I were talking before we started recording actually about the, the way that we've started under Mourinho I think this is him just basically going right, what's the the quickest way to get this team up and running and he's just going to have a look at it over the next kind of like three or four months. And I don't think this will be the team that ends up being the one that hopefully maybe pushes us to play. Yeah, maybe but the whole thing. Don't you think it's fucking fantastic and, and maybe fascinating rather than fantastic that in order to solve these problems, they've come up with this quite odd sort of style of play or, or formation. Yeah. And I keep saying it's odd. I'm just saying it because I, I don't watch a great deal of football, but I, I've never seen this right back that's just free floating. But don't you remember when I think it was the last season at the lane? It's so heavily weighted towards the right. Yeah. But and then to trust that into Sissoko and Oriere is quite a big, <laughs> big statement. It hasn't failed. So it's before. out there. But we like we did do that a little bit under Poch because he used to he used to play. So the idea of like Rose and Walker when they were there as fullbacks, they didn't actually start as many games together as people remember. He would often play Davies and then play Walker yeah. and then switch it up with with different fullbacks for that exact reason. It wasn't as like. Pronounced, I guess but like, it was a similar. What I mean, like, but when they did that, you'd, if then they'd bomb in, Dyer would drop into that yeah. back two, and, or, or at least just sit in front of the back two defenders, which would give us a bit of stability. But this is an odd, yeah, is odd, odd formation with the ball. Yeah, I think it's odd because I mean, it's actually probably just three five two. I, I think it's really odd because of how pronounced it is. But yeah. we've quite often kind of jabbed with the left kind of probed with Rose or Davies and then it's been Trippier or Walker whoever has actually provided the yeah. penetration on the right this time it's just really obvious because it's Ben Davies or Vertonghen on the other side yeah yeah, for sure uh, we've got a question from North London is ours it says are the cracks still being papered over despite these wins what areas does Mourinho need to improve on so he can win games convincingly I think we talked a little bit about this yeah we, t- we touched over that he's kind of moulded a team together to, to take points I still think midfield is is, a, is an issue I, I want to see what he's going to do with Endombele what he's going to do with Lo Celso going forward and also how he's going to fix the Winks dire issue because I he will probably play those two against Manchester United but I don't, I don't think that's the future Matic? no fuck no, 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 no what if he did? We need someone a bit with some <laughs> What if you did say? No. Yeah. Not, it's not going to happen. Can't get behind that. Yeah, I agree with um, with Bardi about those positions. I would also say, like, kind of going forward, if you think about when we attack in that three, which is like Sun, Kane, and then Lucas or Sissoko, Lucas or Sissoko is very upgradable. And I think, like, maybe maybe kind of, you know, mid to long term, that's yeah. that's the next position that really takes you over the edge. And if you look at, if you look at Liverpool, for example... Like they've got Mane and Salah in those positions. Like Son is is comparable, but Lucas and Soko aren't. So that would be the area that I think would take us up another level. Memphis, if we sign Memphis, yeah. who's been absolutely fucking insane since he left Man United. Yeah. Memphis Depay doing bits for Holland and Leon, man. Really? Yeah. Bits. I'd get Sancho as well if I had the cash, but I think we have a hundred mil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we do have the cash now. Yeah, fuck the hundred mil by ca- Sancho. We're cash rich. Hundred yeah. mil. Oh, he million. hasn't even had that great a season this year. Do you see his goal he scored at the New Camp, mate? Uh, no, absolutely not. Mate, also, Played he links up with Kane. Well. Links up with Kane for England. Just... Ripping it up. Imagine that front three. Sancho, Kane and Son. Jesus. Shut your mouth. That's FIFA, mate. <laughs> yeah. That's getting John Bass on all fours and pegging the shit out. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Uh, but what, surely we've got to like, fix our full-back situation. And nah, fuck it. Just boring, score goals. So boring. boring. Just win every game 5-4. So tell us a little bit about what's been happening in Dybala. He's actually doing all right. right so he's not, is he not going to leave? Yeah, you bet. Juve been really bad. Um, Ronaldo's I think he's he's barely scoring goals I think mean, he scored this weekend first goal in ages he's not he's not doing anything they've been heavily reliant on Dybala yeah Inter just went top eh so he's yeah. now oh really yeah so they're really str- like really struggling how, how are your boys then Fiorentina ah shit <laughs> you have some tough luck <laughs> <laughs> I just want I'm just I just want to just fucking just support PSG it's like T T T who's um, 
he just backs loads of boxers that always end up getting sparked out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's back in one of your boxers, you're fucked. Cans, you're fucked. That's what you're saying. Yeah, the cans. Tin cans. He backs cans. Um, <laughs> that's it for the first half of Fighting Your Podcast. Uh, we've got Bardis Brainbusters coming. Yeah. Oh, shit. So making my debut, son. <laughs> making your debut. And I need to kind of reaffirm my place as the second best. What was yeah. it you said in WhatsApp? I'm going to smash up John Bass. I'm going to smash John's, John Bass's massive... Guts in. No. <laughs> Just one gut. <laughs> massive skull. I'm going to smash his massive skull. His Neanderthal brain. <laughs> it, is, it is pretty big. Yeah, it's large, yeah. Um, Buddy, you nearly got caught up in a Brexit uh, sort of racism kind of episode, didn't you? Oh, at that Spurs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, how did you know that? But yeah, so for, for Olympiakos... Um, obviously Olympiacos scored, scored early and from behind there was a little kind of a, f- a few screams and like whoops of celebration turned mm-hmm. around and it was a whole fucking generation of Greeks Jesus. there was grandparents parents children yeah. and fucking cousins all of them yeah and they were they were celebrating so as a, as a good upstanding gentleman of the public I grasped them the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> I grasped them up and then they started getting mouthy with me and I told I told the young lady to fuck off yeah and she said why are you telling me to fuck off I said you shouldn't be here yeah and then some other Spurs fan reiterated it but perhaps changed the tone of <laughs> you shouldn't be here yeah at that point I sat down and I'm like, I'm not getting involved. So what do you mean? She shouldn't have been here in the country. I was like, you shouldn't be in the homestand. You're allowed to be in the ground, but not in the homestand. Yeah, you shouldn't be here. Well, that's a fair thing to say. I think the way maybe he suggested it was like, you shouldn't be here. Yeah, yeah. You we shouldn't be here. We shouldn't be here. Yeah. Here, here. And she told him, you need to get a fucking education. She needs to get a fucking education. She needs to fucking educate herself. She's right? in a fucking home end. She's celebrating. Eight of them. You need a fucking education. But I knew it was weird because the game started. The game started and within 30 seconds, I had a grandma (laughs) tapping me on the shoulder telling me to sit down. So you should have fucking slapped her. In my fucking stadium. Yeah, Yeah. you should have slapped the woman and slapped the grandma. How dare grandma tell you anything? She's had her living. Yeah. She's done her bit. What's she doing there? She's a parasite. Shouldn't be here. Draining off our fucking economy. She's as bad as the Greeks. They they got, as as soon as Olympiaco scored, they scored fucking early they yeah. all took their scarves out and were having a good old jolly laugh about it and I was just like fuck this not being mugged off not being you mugged. should have in yeah. I wasn't going to weigh in I'm not like that but anyway security well, came what you will do is have a strong word I, have a, I did have a strong word I told her to fuck off I will point them out to the authorities really yeah. sternly they're over there they are over there uh, the fighting cock is backed by fans but if you like a better football then consider using fans bet they've got an app They've got all good odds and all that. And um, half of their profits go back to good causes in football. So if you like usually using Ladbrokes or Betfair or Betball or, or fucking Winbet, Brazil on Bet, whatever. Like, Stop promoting the other ones. <laughs> I've made the, 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 how many of those are real? <laughs> Betball. Less than Betball was one. And Lad, Ladbrokes as well. Yeah, yeah but Lad well, bets. None, none, of those, <laughs> none of those give, give back to the Jeez. community, right? Uh, and the fans that do, and more importantly, they... Uh, support the fine cop yeah. so the yes. causes are important but not as important as supporting the fine cop um, to celebrate this uh, we've got a brand <laughs> party's brain busters yes. before we go into that we've been drawn against Middlesbrough away in the FA Cup <sighs> don't know anything about them yeah, what is it it's fucking Pulis isn't it no idea is it, is it? <laughs> I don't often look down the, the, the championship no I just look to see if Leeds no. are coming up I like Leeds I like the Leeds, the Leeds away day and that kind of stuff yeah. it's exciting Gen- I couldn't tell you who was top of the championship I like a it lot it is like West Brom or Leeds one or the other yeah mm. Mm. interesting I know Charlie Austin is at West Brom that's about as deep as my championship knowledge is he really? yeah but, um, I do like I've always had a soft spot for Middlesbrough They've always had some interesting players, Ravinelli, Juninho, Emerson with the hair, yeah, you know. Right. I remember my only memory of Middlesbrough is when they got to the FA Cup final, I think it was against Chelsea, yeah. and we did like a sweepstake, and I got Gianluca Festa, first goal scorer. Nice. And I was like, well, that's a fucking waste of five pounds. Did he, <laughs> he didn't do anything? No. no, no is that, can I, can I just take you back a bit? What do you mean, uh, Emerson with the hair? What does that mean? Do you not mean Emerson? The, what do you mean, yeah? He what had sort, long What color. sort of hair? What sort of hair? Long curly hair. Curly, curly hair. Is that curly hair? Is <laughs> that how you describe it? I don't know. I think so. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how Brexit you are. I'm going to go to the Greeks. And they had yeah. Juninho as well. The, um, not the free kick Juninho, the other one. Yeah. All the young Proper. Fans, yeah, yeah the, the baby face kind of. Yeah. He never. Uh, did he. I mean, he won a World Cup, didn't he? Yeah, so, he, he did bits for Brazil. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, you like that saying, don't you? Bitch. I just got into my head. <laughs> I, know, I think it's John Bass. Um, I've never said it before today. So yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna I, I'm gonna sort of cement my position as number two in the quiz rankings, right. and John Bass is about to be humiliated. Wow! Uh, I'm gonna smash his fat skit fucking head in. <laughs> we'll do it now. Yeah, right now. Let's right do now. It. Fucking, right. You, are you quite good at this? How, how do you feel about your? Uh, your no, I, 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 so when when you're no. listening to it, do you find it easier? <laughs> Yeah, but there's no pressure when you're listening, so you and you kind of, you know, take a step back, don't you? It's easy. Now I'm under pressure. Can already yeah, feel that it's horrible. The nerves building, and you feel like you're doing body injustice. He puts work mm. in. I do right. put a lot of work in. I know you do. Yeah. So one this... day I'm going to do a quiz back to you. See what happens. No, yeah. I ask. I ask the question. <laughs> so um, this is a December theme because we're now in December. Oh, it's nice. Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas. So this is December themed, and Ooh. we're going to start off with some. Um, December transfers. So in the good oh. old days before transfer windows came in, where you could buy players. What at year? Any time. What year was, did that come in? Like two thousand three, four. I don't know. Oh, I asked the questions. Okay, cool. Sir. Sorry. So we're going to start with a nice simple one to get to get you both warmed up. I was signed for free in January nineteen ninety eight. I played twenty one times and scored three goals before I left on a free transfer. On New Year's Eve in 1998. So he joined us in January and he left us that same year. 98? Is it Rosenthal? No, he left us that same year after scoring three goals in 21 games. Nicholas Bertie. Nicola Bertie. Fuck. Nicholas. Doesn't matter. VAR. Check in. Can you remember who he, who he joined? Inter Milan. No, here's who he joined from. from. Monaco. No, he went to Alaves for free as well. Good. Great sign. Played 50 games there, then retired. Yeah. Big fat pig now. He is, but he loves Man the women. Man of my own heart. Love it. He loves the women. <laughs> I arrived at Spurs in December 1996 for 2.6 million. I joined up with manager Jerry Francis. This would be the second time I played under him. For Spurs, I played 33 games, scored just the one goal in the 1999 League Cup run. Cup run. Fuck it now. I played in defence. I joined from Liverpool. John Scales. John Scales. <laughs> That's 2-0 to Flav. This is, yeah. this is a whitewash. Yeah, I'm good at this. He only he left Spurs. He I, only I played honestly th- feel I'm ready to take on T. I he, genuinely do. Wow. He left Spurs. Fucking face played well. two more games for Ipswich and retired for injury because we have he a reputation of killing yeah. people. Injury, injury prone. He, uh, he also has a degree. Does he? Yeah. Quite, I always found him quite alluring. Quite at this point, that. What's his no. degree in? Justice. <laughs> Sports science. <laughs> Look at his shit knee. Okay, next one. I joined Spurs on Christmas Eve 1998 for 750,000. Christmas Eve? Yeah. What a Christmas present. That's all right, I'm a midfielder. 1998, right? 1998. Christmas Eve. I'm a midfielder. I would go on to play 102 games for Tottenham, Gee. but I never scored a goal. 98. I joined from Champions League winning Borussia Dortmund. Stefan Freund. Yeah, he Get does. in. You didn't Shut believe him. Up. You I was going to say it and then I bought it. You always, why bottle it? Because you can't, you don't, don't, don't get a loser point. No, no, but I don't want to say something mental and then people are like, no, are you But fucking, don't believe in yourself, John. We believe in you. You're here. Right. You weren't believing me a minute ago when you were saying I was going to get pegged by like <laughs> some small boy. Yeah. Okay, next round is called Squaddies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's not, not gammon. It's not racist. What is? I don't know. Going around squaddies. Squaddies is just like a name, like a colloquial term for some people that go in the army. Oh, okay, yeah. fair enough. What did you I think, think it was? I just got a little bit wide as I read it. <laughs> <a lot>. <laughs> <laughs> Although, think about it. This is the gammon derby. Yeah, it is the gammon derby. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a list of players. But what squad number unites them? Oh. So I'm going to give you a list of players in okay. chronological order. Is the number seventeen? Bonus point. It's such a prick. <laughs> is the number seventeen? <laughs> He's such a prick. He's <laughs> got to read the question, so it's first in, isn't it? Have I got it right? <laughs> no. O'Hara, Friedel, Pritchard, Friedel, Sergio Aurea. Twenty-three. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Big ah! John Shot you. Why, why did you say, why did why did you call me prick for saying name? No, because it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one question <laughs> dropped. <laughs> <laughs> question. Oh, one. sorry. Lee Barnard. Yep. Kyle Walker, fire assist merchant Tom Carroll. What was he? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Flav takes the lead. Three two. Martin Fulop, rest in peace. Fifteen. Kevin Prince Botang. 
Eleven. Dos Santos and Good Johnson in the same season. Eighteen. Dos was Santos eight? again. Eighteen was eighteen. Really? Townsend. Seventeen. Sissoko. Seventeen. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, had to come up eventually so I've got two Bardi bonus points on offer in here oh, wow. and I love these them. are game changers I love the Bardi bonus I need these in the current squad from numbers 1 to 11 two numbers are currently missing are, are unassigned what are they 10 no, no how you can't 9 10, 9 9 yes 1 for John Bass 1 to 11 1 to 11 so 4 there's one more number unassigned 5 no 6 no. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. No, minus a point for, for being a dick. That's logic. That's smart logic. No. Never. You're cheating there. You can't do it's that. Just, you're you're that's just cheating. It's not in the spirit of the game. This is, yeah, that's like... Come on, mate. Yeah. I mean, as an Italian, you should see that I'm bending the rules there. So then no, no one's going to get a point for you that. Know, no, how about giving the point? I'll still smash him. How about that? Oh, no, you're the quick one. <laughs> <Both, like, laughs> absolutely not. Sorry, bro. What was it? It was number two and number nine. Mm. So trip, no one took Trippier's number, no one Janssen. took Janssen's R-O-D. number. And ni- nine isn't a kind of fanciful number anymore, is it? It's been cursed by Soldado, Janssen, Pavlichenko, those guys. Pavlichenko maybe. He was all right, but yeah. Pav was all right, yeah. Oh, my ass. Okay, so there's two questions left. We've got Flav on four, Big John Bass on three. End of, end of year fixtures. It's December 28th, 1997. We're playing Arsenal at home. We draw 1-1. We line up with five magnificent defenders. Steve Carr, Colin Calderwood, Sol Campbell, Ramon Vega. But who is playing in what looks like a left wing-back role? What, what, what day? What, what day? 1997. Ziga? No. Just in Edinburgh? No. Just remember, gee, that's a job. A left wing-back? Just left. Corsten? No, he's a defender. But he's playing in what looks at well. If you're playing five defenders, you've got to be a left wing back. Yeah. Tremazani? No. <laughs> Docky? He was an old dude. He was old when we signed him. Clive Wilson. Clive Wilson, well done. Five. That's flag never, five. Never missed jump a pass three. Never missed a penalty in his life. Didn't he? Yeah. Not even in training. Yeah. I played, played against him when he was about, well, how old are you? About 50 odd now. Shit. <laughs> Did he have a penalty? <laughs> Fucking slow it, man. Get, get, get to the penalty spot. <laughs> On the 30th of December 2000, despite playing with no strikers, we get walloped 3 0 away to Ipswich. Dark days, man. Yeah. So we had five guys in midfield. Date, what date? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. 30th of December 2000. Our midfield lines up with King, Anderton, Clements, Leonardson, Sherwood, and one more player. Anderton. I said Anderton. King, Anderton, Clements, Leonardson, Sherwood, and one more. Sinton. No, he was a wide player, though. Fox. No. I was going to say Fox. Genola. No. His name might have already been mentioned in a bad answer already this evening. Corsten. Corsten. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing how Flav is like, (laughs) hack my my phone. I can um, I can I can DT I can definitely DT I'm, I'm full of I'm brimming brim full of confidence. So I had a tiebreaker. Let's do it. Yeah, I had a tiebreaker. So just shout, but don't obviously count. Rebrov scored how many goals to Spurs in his sixty appearances? Just see who can get closest Seven, to pin. Seventeen. No, who can get closest to pin? Seventeen. I'll go for nine. Nine, John Basswood would have won that round, would have won that point. It was ten goals and sixty appearances. That's one in six. Do you remember that header he scored against Arsenal? No. No, he didn't do that. He scored a good good goal against West Ham once. Anyway, Flav wins by his brain busters. Six, four. Uh, Two on the bounce. Two on the bounce. Two without uh, reply. And John Bass, hanging your head in shame. Yeah. How was it? Yeah, it was great. It was great. It was. I mean, yeah, it's difficult. You've got to go with your instinct. Yeah, I, fu- I fucked myself by cheating. I think I kind I of. Think I off. fucked you basically. About <laughs> <laughs> yeah. being better. The gammon derby sober for another year. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I, saw, I saw a picture. Found found a piece of gammon in Iceland the other day. It's the most gammon place you could find gammon. <laughs> um, Mike Dub seventy nine on Twitter. He says, "Where do we need to strengthen the most in January, and who would you want?" Fairly realistically. Hmm. Um, I would want. What's happened to David Brook, by the way? I think he's injured. Right. Uh, what about Harry Wilson? He looks alright. Yeah, Is he the one that used to play for United? No. Right. Where's he come from? Liverpool. 
He's on loan from Liverpool. I wouldn't allow that. I am um, realistically. I I really like the cut of Indidi's jib. Mm. I think he's an excellent defensive midfielder who can move, and I think he would do a cracking role for Tottenham. Mm. Yeah, it's a good shout. We do need that position, that like holding midfielder, this yeah. mobile. I just don't know who else, aside from Ndidi, who's out there. And it would be quite difficult to get him, I think. like Les- Getting Leicester players out of Leicester right now tough. is tough. Um, but yeah, I think that's the sort of player that we'd want to get. I like Grealish. Yeah, Grealish, Grealish is out. Yes. Grealish definitely, is out. definitely. Is the, I mean, if we'd have got him a year ago, that would have that been good. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're to have to replace Ericsson, I think. With the money you're saving in Ericsson, that you would have spent on his wages if you'd accepted the offer... We could get Grealish in. It would be expensive, but I, I think it's a gamble worth taking. I, I, I don't think Ericsson has a role in our current setup anyway, so I don't think Ericsson being sold in January I don't think hurts us too much. No, I don't think so either. No. I think I'm not saying like that. I'm not sure we can get Grealish in January, but no. if it's a view to getting him down the line, it's, he's going to go to one big club. Yeah. It's like either Liverpool or, or Tottenham, really. Yeah. I think he'd be he'd be great in the side with Delhi, and he's a great alternative to Delhi. Like imagine him in that free role, just in behind Kane. I think he would do absolute he's just bits. He's, he's, he's great. He's absolutely brilliant. What? Do bits is the do name bits. of this podcast. <laughs> I've literally never said it either. I've never like, said it. Big John Bass has got me saying it. Now I'm actually saying it. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Max Aaron's at Norwich. I thought he'd yeah. be excellent. And you know who I really liked, but I would never want to sign him. Hernandez, that left winger. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's like maverick. A, he's like a like he's like a Ibrahimovic is a aborted child, isn't he? <laughs> well, he reminds you a lot of Adama Traore, yeah. but with even less end product. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got the the neck of Palacios as well. Yeah. He's, he's got, got a lot of fun. Over, a lot yeah. of fun. He'd be great. Um, yeah, Max Aaron's I'd, I'd quite like. Mm. Uh, I like Grealish, as you say. Uh, Ake or Tyrone Mings in in defence. Um, Wilson does look good. But obviously he's not going to leave Liverpool for us. I think that that'll do. I'll probably get that Gibbs White from Wolves because he's been gone a bit quiet, and I think he's quite talented. You could probably get him for quite a reasonable amount now, and he'd be a nice, yeah. nice little fool. Do you remember when everyone was raving? I say everyone to Alex from Bristol was raving about Watmore from <laughs> from <laughs> Sunderland. <laughs> that's his legacy. What, what, what happened to him? Because of Alex. Alex, I need to Google like, what happened. He, he's still around. Alex <laughs> likes to nail his colours to the mast early. Oh, mate, so if he's right, he... Um, Looks he genius. Like, yeah, yeah. He's, he I'm so bored of Alex talking about Ben Davies and VAR. <laughs> I'm getting to the point where I'm actually for VAR because Alex... <laughs> <can't> <laughs> like, I get you don't like it, Alex. If you listen to this, I understand you don't like it. We don't have to have a fucking hour-long rampage of, of diatribe Every time a VAR decision happens, but VAR is normally right. Um, all right, I'll, I'm literally past caring now. I, I yeah. realise it's just a part of the game. If it is, it is. It mm. the, the rules are the shittest bit about it. They need to change the rules <coughs> to make it better for the fans because the offside rule is, is shit. I know that's not strictly VAR, but you know. What I mean. Okay, uh, news and articles. Uh, Mauricio Pochettino would have to repay his 12.5 million payoff if he takes uh, takes another Premier League job this season. That. I mean, I don't understand. It's news because it was reported in the Daily Express, but if he hands back that money, you'll just be paid that by whatever yeah. club he, he goes to, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Pochettino should just be a sensible fucking human being and go and take, wait until the summer, and PSG, go and take yeah, a fucking PSG, Bayern get Madrid. a Bayern, win a couple of trophies, Real Madrid. and then just fuck everything off. Yeah. He, he's, he literally has nothing left to prove. Where's he going to go? To Arsenal? To do what? To spend another five years not winning anything? Yeah. He won't go to Arsenal, but I think the Man United job's huge for him. I think he, I could see that happening. If I hope he goes to Man United now and he doesn't win anything within a year, Stop. 18 months, the whole thing starts again. He yeah. doesn't win anything. He should just go get that monkey off his back, win a couple of cups somewhere. PSG would be a great move for him because he can learn so much. Yeah. He, like, learn, learn, win, firstly. Learn how to win. But it's a low, pre- it's a high pressure job because they expect to win. But the resources are so much so that, with his incredible talent as a coach, you'll be able to get great results out of that team, get some wins, and then go to Bayern Munich or Real Madrid. You're better than Arsenal. Exactly, almost exactly yeah. what Brendan Rodgers has done. Yeah. Brendan Rodgers went to Scotland, so one league, t- he won a shitload of trebles, came out of there. Now his stock is really high, and he could, he could. If Brendan Rodgers takes Arsenal job, he's stupid. He could yeah. probably wait around to get something. He's come out and said, um, he said, why would I leave Leicester right now? 
He goes, uh, I've mentioned one thing about a clause in my contract, and then everyone's kicking my. Why did you mention the clause? He's, like, a, he's, a, yeah, he's yeah. an egotist. He wants to be talked about. jobs, yeah. Uh, no, Do you remember when, when, when that female <laughs> escort. I was thinking about this. Every time I think about him, I think about that. Because that was the game when we played them at home. Yeah. And was it when Bale scored an own goal with his face? <laughs> I remember. And I think it was maybe the little but he, chart they tweet, up. Like tweeting, it might have been 1982 one, I'm not sure. <laughs> it, was, it was like, so it just came out, like this transsexual prost- prostitute yeah. said, I've taken Brenda Rogers' dick. But the thing is, it makes sense, because he's always got that little bit of like crusty little like herpes thing in the corner of his mouth. He so needs some Vaseline. That doesn't necessarily get that from... Transsexuals, is it? No, we're well, not. Ju- yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, you know, what? something weird there, isn't there? What are you it's saying? Dirty. Yeah, it's not dirty either, is it? If you have sex with a transsexual person, isn't dirty? No, I'm not saying specifically them. I'm saying is, you know, it's just general what vibe. Do you mean is them? <laughs> they. that person? Right. Sick of this. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Daily Telegraph says Mauricio Pochettino has been advised by friends not to tarnish his reputation at Spurs by joining Woolwich and waiting for a better job to become available. I don't think the Pochettino, everything Pochettino has done and said suggests that he wouldn't, he understands this perfectly well. Yeah. Mate, that's, that basically, that's like me going to, boys, I'd, I'd recommend not supporting Arsenal. Mm. Just, just going to like put it out there. So, you know, just don't do it. Like, it, it, it's a like, stupid thing. Like, it's, it's just a completely it's pointless like me, story. Me saying, boys, I'm thinking about doing a rape. And you going, I'm not sure that's good. It might tarnish your reputation. Yeah, it might tarnish your reputation. <laughs> I'm going to do a rape and go public. I'm, I'm going to do bits in the rape scene. Yeah. I'm going to go public in the rape scene. And, uh, <laughs> and you've got going, probably not a good idea. Well, might, do you know what that will do? Tarnish your bloody reputation. Yeah, exactly. That's so that's the same thing. Conor yeah, Ma- McNamara says, Jose Mourinho will... Uh, Jose Mourinho says he will he will be inviting a different ball boy or ball girl to join the team for lunch ahead of every home game. I think the ball boy needs to be cancelled. He needs to be shut down. He's getting too much power. Yeah, who do you think he is? He's, I mean, I, I, I don't think he thinks he's much more than the ball boy, to be fair to the kid. I, I've, I've had a thing about ball boy. Not like that. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> ball boys have been annoying me for a long time because I've always... I, I'm a big they believer... They will not do what I want them to I'm do. I'm a big believer in the multi-ball system, so we should always have ball boys on the... They should all be on the game. When they're sitting on their little stalls, fucking not paying attention to this yeah. crowd, it annoys me. Yeah. So the, the fact that we have a ball boy who's doing his Wasn't job properly... Well, it, it, without he, him, we ju- wouldn't have scored that goal. He's just doing his job. He's doing his job. Yeah, yeah. So don't get credit for just doing your job exactly. when he doesn't get paid, but... It's good that he did it. I did what I would say though. That's being all. (laughs) That's no context written all over it. I've got a thing about ball boys. (laughs) (laughs) um, I did watch that bit of footage, a bit of media that the the club put together about him meeting the the clubs and the players and whatnot. Propaganda, mate. Yeah. And I just watched it with a massive smile on my face. Did enjoy it. Uh, um, Buddy, can you just turn that right (coughs) switch off? Not not the one close. Yeah, that one. Big one. Yeah. No, the other one. <laughs> this is what caused the sonic boom the other day. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Song, he says to Jose Mourinho, he is very kind. He is smiling, making jokes. I like it. <laughs> I, I, I think the results changed a lot. The positive vibe. Everyone is positive before games. The gaffer is doing a great job and we are really happy with him. Shung Min Sun in Being Happy. Shock horror. Shock horror. Shung Min Sun has been working really hard and putting a proper shift in. Yeah. We know um, Mourinho likes his, his wingers to, to work backwards. So, um, and it's like his ball boys, though. <laughs> so it's good, it's good to see Sun embracing that. And yeah, and that's, that's it on that. Yeah, I, I think he's like, basically, Sun's one of those players. Whichever manager he works for, he'll try his hardest and he'll, he'll put a shift in. Shit. Um, and I think, yeah, he's, he's just doing no different under Jose. I think he's going to be um, he's going to be exciting for the rest of the season. To be fair, the last... Well, since we've signed him, pretty much, Son has been an absolute dream signing. Like, yeah. He has been fucking fantastic. Um, and he's just so consistent. Like Every season, he's just putting, putting numbers on the board. I'm not going to say it again. He's, he's, no. he's doing well. Do and um, he, we, do you remember when we tried? To, do you remember when there was the talk about selling Sun? Man, and no. it was the Olympic Games. Let's get rid of him. He's not doing anything. Let's move him on. Fucking insane. This is, yeah, this is why. This is why us, us yeah. lot. I, I'm not just talking about us three, but yeah. Spurs fans in general. That's why we're not in charge of the club. Yeah. No, you can't have a fan in charge of the club. No. It's, it's stupid and, and, and it would make no sense at all. 
Um, I don't like you only have to listen back to a couple of years of the pod. Firstly, to appreciate how far we move forward, not the podcast, but the 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 football club. But also to to realise how bad your opinions are and how how massively they're inflated or, or um, influenced by the form of the team. Um, okay, some questions. <laughs> so MJ Johnson, twenty four, he says, "Are you going to watch the Amazon documentary? If so, are you going to cry more when Poch gets fired or when Spurs win the FA Cup?" The answer will reveal the type of Spurs support you are. Um, Absolutely, I really, I, really, I really don't. I will watch it, but I've really got to the point that I, I no longer care about Pochettino. I'm, I'm over. I, I think like totally that, over. You're talking like that's a grand statement from you. I think you made it clear from you, like, you made it clear <laughs> beforehand. Without, like you pretty much wanted him I, gone. I just I don't, I don't like how people keep referring to him. Am I going to cry because a man got sacked for not doing his job properly? No. <laughs> <laughs> do, do I like him for what he did for Tottenham? Of course, yeah. but he got fucking sacked because he was fucking useless. <laughs> <laughs> he was useless, man. We weren't winning football matches. Fuck off. And he, and he had put the weight back on. I'm going yeah. yeah. to critique anyone about their weight, which is mental because it's me, but he was packing it on, and maybe that was why. Maybe you couldn't see yeah. the wood I, I, I often talk about him wanting to be my dad. Yeah, um, but it's kind of daddy starts drinking too much, doesn't he? Yeah, just like lashing out at mum. Yeah, hiding Mars bars in his boot. Yeah, what? It's like car park, a couple of Mars bars on the way to work. Oh right, right. Not for. It sounds like you, you've got. Yeah, you've done that. Have you got Mars bars <laughs> in your boot? Maybe I have. <laughs> Maybe that's the reason I've been putting on so much weight. Mars bars in the I'm, boot. Um, I'm 100 percent going to watch the documentary. I'm yeah. actually yeah, really yeah. looking forward to it. And I was thinking the other day that while giving access to a football club isn't a great idea, sometimes it is. Because well, it's certainly going to increase the brand of Tottenham. There are going to be a lot of people watching this documentary who, in America, don't have a decision on what club they want to, and they will follow Spurs because mm. of it. Mm. But I remember watching a QPR documentary called Four Year Plan or Five Year Plan. Have you ever seen this? No. Have a look at it. I'm sure it's on YouTube. It is incredible. Uh, they allowed filmmakers, and it's better than the Sunderland Till I Die, much better. Yeah. They allowed film, filmmakers full access when Briatori and he's the F1 nonce. Um, it was Ecclestone? Yeah, yeah. Uh, was was in charge. And honestly, it's in terms of football and the access and what goes on behind a football club, it is gold. I what? can imagine Briatore. Yeah. So, yeah. Briatore is gold anyway. Yeah. Yeah. QPR, QPR it was. It's a good watch. And I, I just feel like this is going to be such a slick edit. I feel like they probably had a role in Mourinho's appointment, yeah. mm-hmm. or at least that helped convince him. They're definitely paying a sizable amount of money. Like, I, think, I don't think people fully understand how much money Amazon have and how easily, if they wanted, at the click of a finger, like fucking Thanos, to just disintegrate Sky and BT in terms of rights, if there wasn't some sort of monopoly clause, yeah. Yeah. they could do it. Yeah. And this is the first player, that, 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 um, first hand in the... Game of poker is that? I mean, I, I, wa- I mean, is I watched real, the, is that a thing? Yeah, I watched the City one, but I, to be honest with you, I got a bit bored because I don't support City, yeah. and there, there was nothing new to learn there yeah. from that. Um, but the Tottenham, what you'll get is propaganda. This is going to be propaganda for. But I don't care. It's Tottenham. It's it's Tottenham, and I, I will watch it. So yeah, I, 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 do I have a problem with them filming it? No, I don't, I, no, I don't. Yeah. John, to answer the question, yeah, uh, I, I'm not sure anybody cried when Poch left. Right? No, no. no one actually cried tears from their eyes. I mean, I'm sure some people did. There are horrors, terrible horrors going on in this world at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Very close to home, actually. Yeah. If you're crying at a football manager leaving your football club and not crying at that there are starving children being blown up as they try and get a bowl of soup in this world, yeah. then, then you've got, you, your priorities are wrong. Your priorities are wrong. But, you know, would you, I don't think I'd cry in the FA Cup one either. Uh, no, but... Um, I'm, out cr- the, I'm not a crier. Yeah, I'm not a crier either. I have cried. Tottenham didn't make me cry in the Champions League I, last year. Real Madrid, I cried. But, like, when, when, when Ericsson scored that third goal. Was it third? Yeah. When Ericsson scored in that the third goal. In the group stage. The 3-1 at, at Wembley. Wembley home. Yeah. Tears just fell out of my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I cried. It was a complete performance. Joe. I cried after Ajax. And I, I cried in the build-up to the final. I'm sending my wife a message like, "This is the momentous, biggest momentous occasion of my life, yeah. other than our wedding." And this is so <laughs> I took a shit on it. Well, no, it's not it's so like It's not his fault, but football well, took shit on well, it. Yeah, cried, well. um, I've never cried at football. Have you cried? I've cried once or twice in my what about life. Your dad? 
not being a, <laughs> not being around, not, 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 not shaping me into the man I should be today. Yeah, yeah there is that. Yeah. Um, but he made, just that, for the record, John made a joke about that first. I'm not, I'm not making a joke about John's absent father without the precursor of the fact that it's okay now. Right? But what's mad is at the time it was a joke and you didn't laugh, and now you're making jokes about it, and no one knows what the fucking punchline was. I can't believe it. I cried on Sunday. <laughs> I, cr- I cried on Sunday. Bournemouth. And no, that was Saturday. All right. <laughs> I was, I was, really, too, was, about, was really hungover on Sunday. <laughs> and I watched day two. And I watched um, Britney runs a marathon. <laughs> Britney Spears. Oh no, not Britney Spears. Oh. The film is an Amazon. It's on Amazon. It's a film. It's about this fat, this large girl that runs a marathon. What, a real a documentary? I think it's based on a real story. Yeah, and you cried your eyes out. And right at the end, when she ran the marathon, it, 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 she cried. <laughs> and that's that's the end. That's fucking Well, it's awesome. called Britney Runs a Marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> um, it's nice to be in touch with your, your, your emotions. It's good to cry every yeah. now and then. I, I, do, I do cry. I, do, I, I, I am a crier. I cry more than my missus and what, stuff like What that. film makes you cry, guaranteed? <laughs> Mine's Forrest Gump. <coughs> um, I, what bit? Well, there's a couple of bits. One well, when he's wait, like, saying I like in the, when she got AIDS and that. Yeah, that bit is pretty dark, and like the kids coming up to him and he's like, "Is that my?" Oh, oh, it's that yeah, bit's pretty sad. And then around, we give you AIDS. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you as well, boy. <laughs> Carry on like that. Yeah. Alabama. <laughs> that bit that, that gets me right in the feels. <laughs> Birmingham, Alabama. I love you, Janet. Yeah, that that's good. <laughs> Bubba getting his. No, it's not. It's the uh, the other one getting his leg blown off. Yeah, well, when Bubba dies a, and he's there, I like it. And he's going. He's like. Talking to Forrest Gump, that bit's pretty sad. Do the voice. I'm not going to do the voice. Right, I like, I like the bit where Lieutenant Dan is when he's lost his legs oh. and he's having sex with a uh, prostitute yeah. and they start laughing at him and he falls out and lands on the floor. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah, that is sad. Oh. <laughs> that is sad. That's a funny bit, right? It's a comedy. Sad. Slapstick, isn't it? <laughs> um, so, what, yeah, Forrest Gump? Uh, yeah, it makes me cry. That was it. Okay. Um, notebook. Oh. Yeah, we watched. No. Um, Come back to me, my darling. Oh god, no book bits. No, no book does get you in there. I know it's a girly film, but it gets you. Yeah, it's a good film. We watched um, the boy who harnessed the wind. Fucking really sad. That was I, the problem. Is my wife is? I've said it before. My wife's a proper cryer. So when she starts crying, it makes me kind Course, of laugh. Yeah. So I, I, laugh. Why well, kind of have the it counteracts? If I feel sad, and I look at her and she's crying, then it kind of ruins. You're laughing how hard your erection is. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. He's dragging her into the bedroom. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Get in there. Come on now. Finally, just got all these selection of sad films on every Friday. So we've got Schindler's List, Marley uh, and me. Sophie's Choice. <laughs> I, I, I have a shower, so I'm perfectly clean, and then I put on a sad film. Spray my body. Lay some plastic down on the bed. <laughs> body just stands next to the TV, but facing his missus, and just looks her in the eye. And so she cries yeah, yeah. And the boner just comes like you know what time it is base press pause I um uh, one of the saddest films I've ever seen is a monster calls that go and watch that if you want it's an incredible piece of film but it was so crushingly sad I I was I was like it's like you know once you're you're uncontrollably heaving yeah, yeah. it's that sad not, not heaving like just found out my dad's dead Ugh, like that kind of evening but but like oh my god this is proper like yeah. getting me Get my sister's me. keeper is also exceptionally sad where yeah. young young people with cancer is always sad oh yeah that's tough it's a tough one so yeah hopefully we win the FA Cup <laughs> <laughs> uh, final question Vinny O'Donnell on Twitter he says it's coming up to Christmas you get to pick one player currently playing in the Premiership as your big present in the transfer window who is it we did it a little bit but if you had to pick one player who would it be Angolo Kante Oh yeah, Why, anyway, wins leagues. Anyone? Yeah, yeah. Man. He's exactly what we need. And the reason we didn't mention Melo is we can't get him, so that'd be perfect. <coughs> That's why I didn't go earlier. I, yeah. I held this one back for this question. Cheeky. Yeah. You're always there, aren't you? I'm always yeah. running. See, here we go. This is why I thought you'd appreciate my one to five seven nine ten. No spending of the rules. No, <laughs> absolutely livid. Not in my quiz, mate. <laughs> Not in my court, mate. Uh, I can't see past can't you? Actually, yeah, it's what we need, isn't it? We need that type of player, and he's pretty much the best in the business, and he's under our nose. There we go. All right. And Kante. Uh That has been an very enjoyable hour of time spent with my two friends. Yeah, it's been really nice. Talking about Tottenham Thank and you, other stuff. Yeah, thanks, mate. All right, that's it. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Sports 
Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Look, my day job as a firefighter is tough, but my night job as a social media manager, my Persian cat Jinxie, that's intense. It's 8 p.m., I've finally gotten home from another 24-hour shift, and I just want to kick back with a cold one, but... Old Jinxie knocks my beer right off the counter and gives me that look that says, no drinking on the clock. But Heineken Zero Zero keeps us both happy. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I get my drink and I can still work on Jinxie's new line of merch. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.